The Rock is out for revenge. We're talking about Faster on episode 72 of Have You Seen? Hello for the 72nd time, friends from the internet. This is Have You Seen, once again in the submersible. Um, I am Kieran Fast Lefort, and that's Tom Faster Webb at the other end of the table. <laughs> if you haven't guessed, we're talking about Faster, yeah. um, which Tom pitched me last week. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, we should just get straight into it, really. Yeah, like, the movie doesn't waste any time, so we shouldn't either, no. I guess. Should, um, I, should I recap? Yeah, just a little... Because uh, last week I... You gave us the bare minimum. I absolutely, and there were huge elements to this movie that I left out. Because yes. um, some of them I don't actually like that much. <laughs> but I'll get on to that in a minute. Okay, so the basic premise is The Rock plays uh, a man who is always just referred to as Driver. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Um, he was in a, in some kind of gang bank robbery deal. Uh, his brother gets killed. They subsequently all get caught. And The Rock spends X amount of time in prison. And this film takes place on the Did five a ten days. Stretch, ten stretch. Tell you, right? yeah. Takes place. I think it's five days, isn't it? Four or five. Uh, days? Yeah, five Four, days. Five days. Five days after he gets out of prison, and basically he wants to hunt down the gang that killed his brother, mm-hmm. and kill them one by one. And it's just as simple as that. It's a guy on a mission. It's it's. Macho Man walking around it with an angry face. No, not Macho Man because it being Randy Savage would have, <laughs> yeah, would have been really funny. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and um, having just done The Condemned with Steve Austin in it and him not really bringing any charisma to the... Any what now? Charisma. I think you're putting the emphasis on the wrong syllable. <laughs> I think I might be. Uh, any charisma to that strongman role. Mm. Uh, whereas The Rock, kind of in this, he's he doesn't really say a huge amount. He just no. He's a man of action, but he has real presence and you're, mm. you're, you're drawn to liking him when you shouldn't necessarily be mm. which they tried to do with condemned and it didn't work yes um the elements of this that i neglected to mention were he's being chased by the police mm-hmm. by a cop what, called cop yeah so there's just cop which mm-hmm. is billy bob thornton mm-hmm. and his kind of um counterpart who's uh carla gugino is that right? Uh, it is Gugino, yes. Gugino? I always get that name wrong. So. Yeah. Um, it's Italian, it's Gugino. Gugino, yeah. Um, so, Billy I Bob spent Thornton, a lot of time studying Carlo Gugino. Yeah, I'm sure you did. Um, he's a recovering heroin addict, not uh, recovering particularly well. <laughs> he's a recovering everything addict, <laughs> yeah, I think. Um, he's close to retirement. His marriage has failed. His hmm. kid you know, is a bit of messed up. Um, yeah. You know, he's he's kind of in this transitional period of his life and he just wants to get his job over with so he can kind of start thinking about turning things around. Mm. Um, she is a strong female cop who wants to make her mark and is pretty pissed off. But she off. ends up playing a lot, actually. That's yeah, one she, of her stock in trade roles. She I think did, um, is, yeah. There was a TV series of Out of Sight or right. based on the, ca- the character oh, Jennifer okay. Lopez yeah. plays in Out of Sight and Carla yeah. Gugino played that oh, okay. character. I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, well, she does it very well in this, yeah. I think. And, um, you know, she's trying to make her mark, and then he kind of shoehorns himself into this case of this unknown man who has killed somebody seemingly for no reason. He, mm. I mean, literally, the, one of the opening scenes, he walks into a, an office building mm. up to someone's cubicle, and they stand out, and he shoots them in the head and just walks straight out again. Mm-hmm. And he's that quick and brutal. Yeah. Um, and then the third element of the film, and this is the bit I'm not so keen on and mm. felt... 
it kind of feels like he's just tacked on and shoehorned in for no real reason. Okay. Um, and also, I think it's the worst acted element of all of it, mm-hmm. the, the two people. And that's uh, the third man of this kind of three-person story, and he's just called Killer. And he's an assassin who has been hired to kill... His rockness. The rock. Yes. Um, and he has a girlfriend mm-hmm. um, who knows what he does and he's kind of deciding whether he's going to give up what he does to be with her. Mm-hmm. There's all of that going on. Um, yeah, and it's just basically about, you know, the rock tracking down the gang, the cops trying to track him down and the killer also trying to track him down mm-hmm. without the cops knowing and then kind of there's the big kind of twist unfolds as we go mm-hmm. along. But we'll get to that when we get to it. We will. So what did you think? There's something I need to get out of the way. Okay. Before we start reviewing Fine. this film. Okay. My first note yeah. is in all caps. And it says, why is the first thing on my screen Dwayne Johnson's nipple? <laughs> That's the very first thing. It yeah. kind of it kind of peeks on from off screen <laughs> <laughs> into the centre of the frame. <laughs> followed by a large tattooed peck. Yeah. And then the rest of him. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's just, you know, that how do you set up a uh, an overly muscled man yeah. and start the tits off his and own. work yeah, outwards. Yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, I really enjoyed this. Good. I thought I'm it was really, great. Really? Because yeah. I thought you might come away from it liking elements and not really not there liking others. There are bits I don't like. I agree that the, the, killer, the guy who plays the killer is the worst actor. Yeah. Um, yeah. And... He falls, he's he's kind of like, he's one of those people that is lumped, like, <laughs> you look at him and you think, is that Jake Gyllenhaal? No, no, it's not. No, maybe it's Toby, no, it's not him. Oh, yes. is it, is it yes. uh, what's the other one called? It was in American Beauty. No, oh, is it? No, it's not him. Yeah, he and it's like none a combination of, of all of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's none of them, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, he's definitely the worst actor. And I yeah, think... It's Oliver Jackson Cohen. I think the character being English hurt it as well. I do. It kind of, what, do you know what I kind of can't think is... Mm. Should have been Jason Statham. If they were going to go with the English guy, Maybe. That, it was kind of like, oh, they couldn't get him. So No, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Think of him in The Transporter. Yeah. No, I kind of like that that character isn't actually that tough. Yeah, oh, absolutely. But if you think of The Transporter, he's not, well, certainly in the first one, he's not. He's just more about precision and everything, isn't he? Yeah. That's the element of the character I'm talking about. Yeah. But yeah, you know what I mean? It, it just kind of, it didn't quite... Yeah. Doesn't quite fit. No, I think Jason Statham's too rough. rough. I think it needs to be someone posh. Do you know who's just jumped into my mind? Yeah. Matthew Good. You know what? Uh, yeah, I can see that, actually. Yeah, because you wouldn't... Yeah, absolutely, because he's, he's, he's quite slight. Yeah. He's and quite he's, kind of... He f- flows. Jason Statham graceful. doesn't, doesn't yeah. flow. There's not much grace to the Stath. <laughs> no. No, actually, that's a really good call. Yeah. yeah. Um... Yeah, I I liked it pretty much from the off. I love all, right. uh, all the wacky, interesting camera angles. Yeah, um, well, like I said, it's very, very influenced by the the seventies movies that we that I yeah, love. And you know, not I love. just those. It put me no. in mind of a lot of things, and I, I'm struggling to find it in my notes. Um, let me have a look. Uh, what did I put down a whole? Yeah, here we are. It's a seventies <laughs> revenge. What happened? <laughs> Sorry. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently that stuff gives you wings in your throat. Makes it sound like you're choking on a sparrow. Sorry. All right. Um, well, oh, shit, I've lost my nose. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, uh, it made me think, okay, it's a 70s revenge movie. Yeah. And a spaghetti western. Yes. Uh, and 
it also made me think about the kind of thrillers Ringo Lam was making in Hong Kong in the mid-90s. Like Full Alert? Yeah, not so much. Have you ever seen Full Contact starring Chow Yun-Fat? I was going to say that's the one I'm thinking of, but it's not. I'm thinking of Full Alert. Um, have I seen Full Contact? I might have done. Might have done. I kind of hope you haven't now. I, I, I Let's say I haven't because okay. I... I it's yeah. It, 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 put it this way: you saying that hasn't made me go. Oh, it's yeah. that one. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah, so no, no. It's kind of it. it's it's amped up and hyper stylized and yeah, uh, just Chow fat going nuts, right, but for okay. a reason, right. which is much like the rock in this, yeah. Mr. Johnson mm. in this, yeah. Um, I really love the shot from behind the speedo when he's initially driving the car away. Mm-hmm. That's really good. Um, I like the good, the bad, and the ugly ringtone that the killer yeah. has. Uh, there's loads of good little details. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, that, like we have, if you think of the setup of the movie, you see The Rock's opening gambit. Yeah. You see Billy Bob Thornton's opening yes. gambit. And then you see The Killer's opening gambit, ending with their name next to the still yes. frame. Yeah. That is like the good, the bad, and the ugly. Oh, yeah, completely. Mm. Completely. Or for a few dollars more, which oh, is the one of yeah. those three I've seen. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Um, the, uh, the old man that he goes to kill, who's the second target, mm. I think. Um uh, so the rock gets out of the big house, kills one man, goes to kill this old man who lives in a block of flats called Casa Grande, the big house. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I love little details like that. Uh, did you notice, this is something only Tom and I will understand, that the old man lives in room 214? I did see that, yeah. <laughs> I did see that. I'll, I'll, let's fill people in. Um, back in the days gone by. Dim and distant past. Yeah. Um, I made a short film with a friend which he directed, but or he wrote and directed. It was based on a short story that I wrote, and uh, it was called Room 214. Mm-hmm. And uh, ever since we made that film, that door number Has turns up you. like you would not believe. Like mm. in literally, I've I have flicked through the channels, and you know when you're flicking through the channels, and you, sometimes you get stuck on a channel while mm. the remote catches yeah, up, yeah. and literally it's it's kind of paused on something <laughs> and someone shut a door and it's been room 214 it's like and then it's just changed channel because it's catching up I, it happens all the time I used to work with a guy who was uh, haunted by the number 911 right <laughs> it would just pop up everywhere it's really funny um, I must apologise but the rock shouting Gary as his brother died <laughs> yeah. just made me laugh yeah and yeah. it probably shouldn't there's a few little bits of clunky dialogue I yeah think. that's there's one scene between Billy Bob Thornton and Carla Gugino where it's really exposition yeah it's really like mm, that's okay. kind of what those characters are there for yeah absolutely um, I wrote talking to uh, Billy Bob and Carla yeah uh, I wrote Billy Bob has to have something to do with the gang or his character is completely useless he's not doing anything mm. that her character can't do yeah absolutely I love his intro so you see this, yeah, yeah. this washed out guy buying crack or whatever yeah. in a bath, seedy bathroom. Yeah. And that scene kind of ends with him getting his fix. Yeah. And then you just see a pair of feet walking into a room. Mm. And then you see the police tape and it cuts to Carla Gugino going, oh, what the hell's he doing here? And it cuts yeah. back and it's him kind of half wrapped up in this tape as he's yeah, trying yeah. to get through. Dressed and bumbling like he's away. straight out of 1973. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah. He's got just dropped in playing in the background <laughs> yeah, as well. Yeah. yeah. And and it just, it just it's brilliant because then that's the moment you go, oh my God, he's a cop and he's a drug mm. addict and it, yeah. Yeah. And um, I loved also, I loved little touches with him. Like, for example, you see him shooting up, but he's injecting into his foot. Yeah. Because you know, like his arms are knackered yeah, yeah. and yeah, it was yeah. little things like that that kind of really... 
And they're not, it's not going to give him away if it's in his foot. Well, exactly, yeah. yeah. But he keeps his sleeves down anyway, doesn't yeah. he? Apart from when he burns himself with the coffee, coffee thing and shoot, gives, yeah. away his, um, gives away his tattoo and the scar. That yeah, he was, um, the track marks. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, there's a shot of him uh, in the... Um, there's Someone's going through a file near the beginning mm. and there's a shot, one of the photos in it is Billy Bob Thornton in a hospital bed with a big slice in, uh, in one wrist. Oh, is it? Oh, yeah. right, okay. Yeah. I missed that. Um, they got the title in 37 yeah. minutes and 2 seconds yeah. the killer says he's faster Yeah, which made me laugh Yeah, um, I wrote that this is a tough gristly steak of a movie right. this is a man film <laughs> yeah. um, it's but I don't know how to describe it it's this is a thrilling piece it of audio is. <laughs> um <laughs> I just, it's, I like, it's a man film in the same way the grey is almost, but yeah, without the kind of lightness of touch that that has and the subtlety that that has. Yeah, yeah. There's well, there's no kind of override, overriding metaphor no. that there is in the grey. No, no. But with this, I, I mean, I just think it's really nice and it's a straightforward thriller. There's no. It's ninety gimmicks. minutes of of a good quality. Exactly. Like, that's that's why that's why it reminds me so much of those is because mm. now. You know, if someone presented you with a script that is a thriller like that, someone's, you know, some exec someone's going to go, well, what's the twist? What's the hook? What's the gimmick for it? Why, yeah. you know, why isn't this exactly like Dirty Harry? Why isn't this exactly like Vanishing Point mm. or whatever? There's got to be something different or new mm. about it. Whereas with this, it's 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 not. It's very straightforward, and but it's just good characters and kind of, you know, and for the most part, really good performances. Yeah, yeah. I, I think pretty much everybody except Killer was yeah. was pretty good. Yeah. Uh, arguably, Maggie Grace doesn't have an awful lot no, to do. No, um, no. She's mostly there to like look attractive and shoot a gun. Pre- once yeah, or twice. pretty much. Yeah. It's have just, you seen? Uh, I, I basically, I think she's she's uh, she's really there to ground his character and to give yeah. his character depth. Which she's there to give a man who doesn't give a fuck something to live for. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah that's perfect. Um, yeah. yeah, I wrote it's less the, the less the good, the bad, and the ugly, more the troubled, the immoral, and the very handsome Englishman. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I really like the score. Mm. Uh, it's Clint Mansell who did Moon as well. Yeah, which is another brilliant score. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and I might actually seek it out. Mm. Um, I noticed that uh, Driver doesn't give a toss about witnesses. No, no, absolutely, because he's he. That's he's just like he's a man with no. He doesn't care what happens to himself. Yeah, he's just going to, for he's there to exact revenge, and that's that's it. it. Yeah. And what happens to him after that, he just he doesn't care about. Yeah, um, I. We you talked about bits you don't like. Mm. I wasn't massively convinced about the ending. Right. Um. I think I thought that um, cop and driver should have gone face to face. Yeah. But just shooting him in the back of the head is poetic justice because that's exactly what happens to him. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that is one thick metal plate. It yeah, happens know, again and he just pulls out a crushed bullet. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That, that, you're kind of stretching yeah. kind of credibility there a bit. Yeah, absolutely. I think. But then, you know, you look at you look at the movies that it's influenced by and then that's... Yeah. You know, yeah. That, I guess that, like that's it's like I, I said, there are things you forgive it because of the type of movie it is. Now, did have you watched the alternative ending on the Blu-ray? No. Do it. Oh, really? Yeah. It's an extra, like, it's almost 10 minutes long. Right. Uh, and... Um, 
we should spoil it. We'll give it away now. Uh, in the ending of the movie as it stands, mm. um, Billy Bob gets shot in the head and killed. Yeah. Um, well, actually, he gets shot in the back and paralysed. Yeah, okay. And then I just naturally assumed he shot him in the back of the head because that's what happened to him. No, he's walking away and he yeah, shoots yeah. him in the base of the skull. Yeah. Like, I think he's aiming for the back of his head. He gets yeah, him yeah. in the base of the neck. So he's paralysed and yeah. then he walks up to him and, and shoots, him, yeah. shoots him in the chest and um, the head. Uh, Killer uh, rejects his fee of $1 yeah. uh, and just drives away yeah. uh, and rings up his missus and tells him he's it's all over. He's not. Yeah, part of that he's anymore. He's a changed man. Yes, uh, and driver also drives off into the distance, mm. into the desert. Uh, yeah, we know not what fate awaits him. No, with some there's some really beautiful shots of that car silhouetted against the sunset. Oh, there's loads. This this is another great looking film. Yeah, like, there's loads of crazy camera angles as we said. Yeah, um, and like the the California and Nevada desert vistas look great. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. It looks fantastic. The alternate ending uh, has. Uh, it, it's with Killer in the car mm. and he rings his wife because mm. um, they marry during the course of the film yeah. uh, and as it's ringing he looks into his mirror and he sees driver's car is behind him right. and he hangs up uh, and spins his car around and they have a final showdown out in the middle of a desert road Okay. Um, so that all happens Yeah. Um, uh, and then it cut, cuts back to Carla finding Billy Bob on the beach and then we come back to driver having won the showdown. Right. Uh, and he drives off. And as it pulls up, there are tons of police like chasing him out into the desert. Right. It cuts off to um, uh, Maggie Grace. And she is, you know, there's a scene after they're married where they're out just shooting guns yeah. and tin cans. She's back out there. Right. Um, now dressed like she means business and just taking out cans left and right with her gun. Right. So she's obviously got the news that Killer is dead. And, right, gotcha. and then it kind of uh, yeah. it goes back to driver and the police and it fades out and i think right. they set up a hell of a sequel yeah yeah it sounds it police and her hunting Seems him down yeah. well they also set up as well when he's there's it's interesting he kind of he shoots one guy off-handedly or two guys off-handedly the first one and the old guy yeah and then the third guy he stabs quite brutally there's a like a nasty little fight in a toilet and he yeah. stabs him and as that guy's dying he's like do me a favor call my son and yeah. say oh yeah I'm sorry for I what i've about done that. Yeah, yeah yeah you know say i'm sorry for what i've done but mm. what i like about is all the characters when he turns up they know what's coming yeah and they know they deserve it yeah and i think that really works nicely including mm. this guy and he's just like i'm gonna give you a fight but i you know we know what's going to happen. I don't happen. expect to win. Yeah, um, and he, he rings- says to the old guy, the like the toilet attendant, doesn't he? You know, yeah. you, you stand outside, guard the door. One of us is walking oh, out. Yeah. Whichever one it is, you saw nothing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's stuff like that I really like. But um, after he's killed that guy, he 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 rings his son mm. and sort of delivers the message, mm. and. It takes two goes to kill him. Though. Yeah, he has to go two, back yeah, to the hospital and off him. Yeah. And there's a couple of phone calls, and the yeah. final phone call, the son says, "Are you the man that killed my father?" Mm. And he says, "Yes." Just do what you've got to do. Yeah, because uh, yeah, the kid means, says, I'm going to find I'm, you and I'm going to kill, kill you. you. Yeah. This is fine. Do what you've yeah. got to do. So he's just accepting whatever happens to him. Uh, yeah. It's things like that, I thought. You know, yeah. There are elements for a sequel that yeah. you could have. Yeah. So um, the, the ending that's kind of on the film as it is is quite final, mm, but yeah. there is a, there's an alternate ending, which yeah. I'm not sure if I preferred or not. Part of me uh, preferred it. It's mm. ridiculous. It's yeah. as amped up and ridiculous. Like the final showdown between Killer and Driver is nuts right i'll have um, to watch it because i hadn't i didn't know that was on there yeah it's definitely worth watching although what i have to say one of the other things i really like about it is the fact that it wasn't set up for a sequel yes that exactly just that's a what compact i mean little thriller. that's what i mean yeah. yeah um 
Yeah. What did I write? Uh, stylish, meaty, cool, efficient, silly. I love it. Mm. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was really good. Oh, awesome. I'm really pleased you liked it, actually. Mm. Uh, I'm trying to think there's anything else I need to... Uh... Yeah. Uh, what would be interesting is uh, maybe if you go, I'll watch the alternative ending. You go and watch the trailer and tell me if you think you would have wanted to see the movie. I do based remember on a... seeing the trailer. Yeah. For this. Yeah. Uh, but I can't remember what I thought of it at the time. Because mm. when I saw it, I mean, it's, I mean, it doesn't represent the movie properly. I you think. said last week uh, it's sold as an action movie starring The Rock mm. and it's actually a revenge thriller, revenge thriller starring I Dwayne Johnson. I think, did this come out about, maybe it didn't actually, around that time. There was either Fast and Furious Five or it was Fast and Furious Four had just come out. Oh, now there was some crossover, and it was near Fast Five because there was a confusion as to why Rock was in two Two movies movies called Fast at the same time. Yeah, Yeah. Um, and I wonder if they were trying to they tailored because the the trailer's got a lot of the car chase stuff in it, which is just basically a flashback. Yeah. Um, and I wonder if, the, uh, if that's the market they were going for. Yeah, maybe the uh, the chase where Killer is trying to catch oh, yeah, him, yeah. where the, like yeah, it's almost like an accidental meeting. Yes, um, yeah. that's really good. That's just like straight line stuff through traffic yeah. at night. Yeah, around um, the trucks and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the um, actually the bank robbery bank robbery driving car chase is good as well, which is done almost entirely in reverse. Yes, that's really clever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Something I, I did. Like uh, something I did write was: Is this just Driver the movie? You remember the old PlayStation yes, game yeah, driver? Because the cars yeah. look the same, the yeah, vibe is do. the same. Yeah. Uh, Carlo Gugino helps the seventies by by wearing a pair of massive flares towards the end. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, yeah, it's great. Awesome! I'm it's really great. pleased you liked it. Some people on Amazon liked it as well. Yeah. Here we go. Uh, this is translated from Italian. Okay. It was in Italian, right. and I chucked it into Google Translate. Okay. Not the usual film about revenge. Brewing three interesting stories. The ex-convict who, with the ruthlessness of Terminator, hunts those who had betrayed him and that, above all, had killed his brother. Mm-hmm. The troubled cop, drug addict, the dysfunctional family, and at the end of career hang-ups and downs from the past. Perhaps in search of redemption. The killer hobby, a former child with a disability, former boy wonder of computer science, rich and bored that continually seeks new challenges. Three stories that intersect with good action scenes and an interesting finish. It sums it up pretty well, actually. Yeah, it does. Just badly translated. Yeah. Um... Do I read that one or read the other one? I'm not going to read that one. Uh, though <laughs> the guy does repeatedly call The Rock Wayne Johnson. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> They're from the five-star category. There's a one-star review. Okay. The Rock stars as driver who is out for revenge on the hoodlums that killed his brothers, made a snuff film about it, see 8mm with Nick Cage to find out what that is. <laughs> okay. William Robert Thornton stars as cop, the cop. <laughs> Debbie Morgan, Dexter, spends 90 seconds on screen, literally. Oh, yeah. I always um, forget she's in it. Uh, no joke and looks like she wandered off the set. Uh, anyway, back to the point. The thing that makes me love these films and the thing that makes a great one is truly is a truly evil bad guy. I remember seeing the classic Sweet Home Alabama when I was 13, <laughs> teen, and not just loving it. Why, you may ask why? Because I'm a 13-year-old boy, teen, and what? <laughs> Start that again. I remember seeing the classic Sweet Home Alabama when I was 13 teen. Right. It does say that. And just not loving it. Why may you ask why? Because I'm a 13-year-old boy. No, because I loved Made in Manhattan. All of that is spelt wrong. (laughs) Well, because the villain is an okay guy. I mean, fair enough, the mother is a well, just a nasty piece of work, but he is perfectly lovely. Contrast this with Wedding Crashers. (laughs) 
where, where Bradley Cooper, sorry, where Bradley Copper, <laughs> right. sexiest man alive, really, plays a right nasty geezer and makes you root for Owen Wilson even more. What has this got to do <laughs> with Faster? Aren't you supposed to root for Owen Wilson? I have no idea. All right. The point of that story is to illustrate the point that bad guys need to be bad and the killer needs to have a quick wit. He needs to say, remember when I said I'd kill you last? I lied and then murder him with glee. <laughs> The Rock has that wit, but sadly this is a surly movie with no tongue-in-cheek anywhere. Sad because I had high hopes. Avoid, see a better film instead. Any film will do because this is terrible. <laughs> that was not translated from Italian. Wow, that was terrible. Um, we haven't done any alternative titles for a while. Mm-hmm. This has a wealth. Really? This was a gold mine. You'd think, that surely... Faster. You'd yeah. think that translated to pretty much every language going, right? Yeah. No. Um, it didn't quite in Turkey where it's called Quick. <laughs> 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 it hasn't got, got the same sense of urgency, no, has it? No. Uh, <laughs> Scurry it, this way. Yeah. <laughs> it's a squirrel cover of, a, of an Aerosmith song. <laughs> um, uh, Brazil was quick revenge. In France, it was extreme speed. Right. Uh, in Argentina, revenge lethal. So not even lethal revenge. <laughs> revenge <laughs> lethal. Uh, Spain was thirst to revenge. In Poland, in pursuit of revenge. Right. Hungary called it Rush. Oh, really? Yeah. That's going to be confusing. And then my two favourite, Romania, quick as bullet. (laughs) Right, that's pretty good. And Lithuania, blistering wrath. (laughs) I like that. That sounds like a metal uh, band. (laughs) It does. It does. I had a look at the numbers for this film. It cost $24 million to make, which is not an awful lot. Well, when you think what they've got in it, they've got a couple of really nice muscle car chases. Six special effects companies worked on this. Yeah. Doing various VFX shots. I'm trying to think what they would be. I don't know. There's some extra stuff in the alternate ending, which is right. definitely VFX okay, stuff. Um, uh, but it only pulled in 36 million worldwide. Yeah. Uh, we had a, we were looking stuff up earlier, weren't yeah, we? And yeah. it just it got released. It got released the same week, or sorry, the week after okay. Harry Potter and the Deadly Hallows Part One yeah, well, in the US, it, and yeah. which just squashed everything. Yeah. And then but, over here, nobody bothered to market it. I guess. Yeah. Well, we was we. Yeah. I mean, we assumed that because it hadn't done so well in the states, they didn't really put the money in yeah. behind it over here, um, which I think is a real shame. Yeah. Um. I I said it at least three times already. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. It's a It's a great film. Um, yeah. Well, that's good because uh, I I like I said I enjoyed it watching it the second time more than I enjoyed it the first time, and I was completely surprised by it the first time because I went in expecting something totally different. Mm. Um, I have a review on Facebook from Fraser McCallum. Faster is a gritty little 70s throwback, sharing cinematic DNA with the films of Don Siegel and Walter Hill. Oh, more recently, yeah. More recently, you'll hate this, mm. Drive could be considered an art house version of that particular subgenre. See, I hated Drive. I have no intention of ever watching it. Not I interested. thought it was awful. Mm. It was just, it was, yeah, it was just terrible. It was just Ryan Gosling trying his hardest not to move his face. <laughs> Whilst Carrie Mulligan tried her damnedest not to talk. <laughs> they stared about, moped about, and then they don't even do any decent driving in it. And it was like, well, come on. <laughs> You've set up a perfect plot line to have a really good car chase, mm. and they don't bother. It was awful. Um, you interrupted Fraser. Sorry. Who said... Uh, as for Faster, I enjoyed it for what it is, and the film shows another side of Dwayne Johnson's on-screen charisma, closer to walking tall than to his usual catchphrase-based WWE persona. Right. Um, which I yeah. thoroughly agree with. Yeah, I think... Um, I didn't like walking tall. I haven't seen it. Yeah. Um, it was a remake, wasn't it? Uh, it was, of something that you... 
starred John Wayne, maybe? No, I think it was Bo Svensson. Bo Svensson? Hmm. Hmm. I think. Unless that was one of the others that he did. Maybe that was Welcome to the Jungle. Was I've that? got. I've had that phrase and I've never watched it. I can't remember. It, that was a remake of some mm. something. Before I pitch, yeah. Uh, Kenny Vengeance sent us an email uh, with just a funny little story right. about uh, Team America, which oh, we really? covered way back. Was episode, that was that episode one or episode, episode two? Well, you pitched two. it in episode one. It was episode two that we yeah. covered it. Yeah. Yeah. So a long time ago, when yeah. the audio quality was rubbish, and we didn't <laughs> yeah. know what we were doing. Yeah. He says, I just thought I'd share a story about Team America World Police. At the time this movie came out, I was working in a warehouse. A couple of work buddies and I went to the theatre to watch Team America and we loved it. We quoted lines from that movie for months afterwards. My favourite was the main uh, theme song line, though. Every once in a while, one of us would yell out, America! And from various places in the warehouse, two or three guys would yell back, fuck yeah! <laughs> I still chuckle thinking back to that. Brilliant. Uh, he's also included a pitch. Oh, really? Which will go on the pitch pile. Right. And... Uh, We'll see what we can do with that. Oh, yeah, you mentioned that to me. Yeah. Because yeah. okay. I haven't seen it. No, I might have done. Mm. Okie dokie. Well, well, I have. Stay tuned. <laughs> stay tuned. I need to pitch to you. You do? Uh, before I do that, I need a gulp of ginger beer. Right. This podcast is brought to you by ginger beer and copious amounts of Haribo. Um, I'm uh, quite full of sugar. Yeah. Uh, we discovered last week it helped. Mm. Right. With that out of the way, for you... How would you like the idea yeah. of a sci-fi comedy mm-hmm. uh, starring Stephen Merchant, right. J.K. Simmons, right. and Ellen McLean, who you won't know? Yeah, go on. Good. In an effort to change up the show and make it more interesting, this week you will be doing the first ever Have You Played? Okay. Uh, you're going to play Portal 2. Okay. Now, have you played the first Portal? A little bit. I, you've, I seem to recall you having a go when you came round. Yeah, I think I might have played the demo of it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, I this. I'm pitching this. I came up with this idea a little while ago, and I was right. trying to find the right time to do it. Okay. I'm doing it this time because this will be a bit of a bombshell, but we're not going to be recording next week. Are we not? No. Or are we? No. We're not. We're not now. Okay. Fine. <laughs> Okay. Uh, and I wanted to give you enough time to play it. Fine, fair enough. Um, in actual fact, the campaign, if you're slow, the single-player campaign lasts 10 hours. Right. I played through it in seven over the weekend. Okay. Uh, while writing notes at the same time. Fine. But that's my third time going through okay. it. So I am not that good at computer games. This okay. could kind of take a while. <laughs> okay. Um, the reason I want to do it is because... Um, it has really strong voice acting and a really strong story, and yeah, I think okay. we can cover it in the same terms we cover a movie. Okay, That'd I'd like. To, I want to get your it. opinion on how how you like it as a game, right. but think of it in terms of the film as you're playing it, in terms okay. of the narrative. Fine, all right. Okay, so let's cover that narrative. Uh, in Portal, the first one, yeah, uh, Chell, that's you, right? Defeated a rogue AI known as Glados, genetic life form and disc operating system, right? Uh, and escaped from the Aperture Science Testing Facility. Sorry, Enrichment Center. Uh, right. Briefly, mm-hmm. she was then dragged back in and put into suspended animation. Right. We join Shell, Chell, not Shell, Chell, uh, as she's woken from her slumber by something very bad happening to the facility. Right. Okay. So you play as Chell, and the meat of it is you have a portal gun. Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry, the Aperture Science handheld portal device. Right. Uh, and that can fire two portals: an orange one and a blue one. Yeah. The portals create. I ripped this straight off Wikipedia. This bit. Because I couldn't word it any better myself. <laughs> Fine. The portal create a visual and physical connection between two different locations in three-dimensional space. Yeah. 
Neither end is specifically an entrance or exit, and all objects that travel through one portal will exit through the other. So it's like a wormhole. And you can't fire a portal through a portal. Right. You need to use the portal gun to navigate your way around the facility, solve test chamber puzzles, and overcome whatever other obstacles may be in your way. Right, okay. Um, I think you'll like the humour. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's very funny. Um, okay. Uh, Stephen Merchant is the first character you encounter, um, and it's not giving too much away to say he plays a robot. Or right. more, more specifically, uh, kind of a dangling robotic eye that right. follows a railing around. Okay. Uh, and it's a full-on Stephen Merchant performance. Right. Um, uh, Ellen McLean uh, was GLaDOS in the first one, mm. uh, and her voice returns right. uh, in different parts. And the only other speaking role uh, is J.K. Simmons. Right. Uh, you don't meet him till later on, but he's right. well worth it. Okay. This game needs to be listened to as well as... Right. watched okay. uh, because there's lo- a lot of humor stuff i wrote down so many quotes right, it's okay. massively quotable this game okay um it's, it's, it's essentially a sci-fi comedy right um fantastic writing great visual gags uh read all the posters you see on the wall right um and stay through the credits okay i think you'll finish if you've I'll got you've got enough time to okay. it's not okay. a very long game uh, okay. i played it through in uh one long sitting and then one short sitting to mop up the end Right. Like over the weekend, right? Um, you can just give it half an hour, an hour of your time. Okay. I, I would, I, I'd like it if you did get to the end, but I guess it doesn't matter too much if you All don't. Right. Sure, I'll, um, I'll do it, do as best I can. Um, it's won over fifty awards. Right, uh, it, it was voted almost unanimously the best game of two thousand and eleven. Right. Um, I have a quote from Charlie Brooker. Right. who wrote a review for The Guardian. Mm. He says, It's an outstanding accomplishment. Part abstract brain teaser, part sci-fi thriller, part black comedy. Imagine being stuck inside a 3D puzzle with a playful, cruel sense of humour. Awesome. It sounds good. It sounds like the sort of thing I like. I think you will as well. It's kind of... It's first person. I, and before this, I'd never seen a first person puzzle game before. It's really inventive. Yeah, I guess you're right, actually. Because um, if you think puzzle game, what immediately springs to my mind is something like Tetris. Yeah. And that kind of thing. And this is not. And if you think first-person shooter, I think Goldeneye or Halo and all of yeah. those kind of things. Yeah. I guess, yeah, because even the games, I would like all the Resident Evil stuff, which has puzzle element, are all third-person, aren't they? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Uh, it's saying anything else, it will just give it away. It's great just to watch it unfold. Fine. Um, okay. And, yeah, the idea of kind of playing through a comedy is... Uh, mm. uh, I found like very appealing. I love the first one, uh, yeah. and I think this, the first one is a very good game. This is an excellent game. Okay. Um, cool. So we'll see how you do. I don't know how many more kind of have you played will do, but I think no. this was kind of the right length to do one. Yeah, yeah. It sounds like it's especially if we're having game, like yeah. a, a week away from yeah. the submersible. Yeah. Um, so there you go. We'll talk about it more next week, yeah. and I'll get to read some of these well, amazing not next quotes. Week, but next oh, show. the week after next show. There you go. Thanks. Yeah, we'll have to figure out when that next show will be. Yeah, because I, I might have screwed up the uh, the timing here a bit, and we could end up having two weeks off by mistake. Yeah, we might be. Yeah, um, but we could do with a rest. There's a lot going on. There is. Uh, yeah, You're buggering off on holidays. So. I know. I know. I'm just trying to think if there's a way around it where we could do it. We might be able to. What do I think? Okay. All right. Uh, if you've played Portal Two. And if you're the kind of nerd that listens to our show, I'm assuming you have, uh, you can get in contact with us on Twitter at HYS Podcast, uh, on Facebook, facebook.com slash have you seen podcast. Mm-hmm. The blog is have you seen.net, which is fully up to date, mm-hmm. uh, or will be by the time this podcast goes out. <laughs> hey, look, as of recording, it's up to date. All right, fine. As of release, it's not, <laughs> but it will be. 
The email is podcast at haveyouseen.net. We like shares and likes on Facebook, particularly with new show posts. Mm -hmm. We like retweets on Twitter, especially with new show tweets. Reviews and ratings on iTunes, your pitches for new films, and reviews of stuff we've covered. All of which has come flooding in. Mm -hmm. Thanks to all of you for listening, especially if you've done any of those things. Mm -hmm. Uh, Thank you to Upbeat Productions for letting us in the submersible and not setting the alarm this week. Yes. Uh, And thank you to our wonderful visitor of Oz, Alexia Marm, for his technical expertise. Yes. Uh, that's it. I think we're done. Cool. Uh, the, oh, yeah, what was I going to say? Yes, there are uh, currently loads of movies that we've covered on the show keep cropping up on television. I saw that. You've gone tweet crazy. Yeah, I found. I saw, uh, it just happened. Uh, Little Miss Sunshine just popped on the other day, yes. and um, I think um, Social Network. Social Network is on film for this Thursday. Well, if this podcast goes out this Thursday. Uh, Okay, so let me say Thursday the 15th of August. Yes, which on. will either be, if you download this very quickly, will either be tomorrow yeah, or, today. or today, or you've just missed, missed it. it. Yeah, um, But if it's on film for once, it'll be on. Yeah, possibly. They normally show it a couple of times. Yeah, they? so if you're watching it, especially for the first time, yeah. uh, send us a review. Yeah, so what I might do is maybe, uh, I am gonna. I might keep an eye out for stuff that's happening on television. Yeah, I used to do that. Oh, I tell you what I've And then got. Maybe, maybe if I've got time and I'm able to sit down and watch something that maybe we've covered, I might do a tweet along or I might that's know. a good idea we should think of doing one of those in any, anyway yeah no I know we should but I mm. just figured that if there's something we've already covered it might be nice yeah. to do it or if it's something that I know we're not going to cover on the, the podcast mm. that's either something we've both seen mm-hmm. or something maybe I'll do it then if, if I happen to be if I happen to suit my whim yeah uh, speaking of things we've already covered yeah um, I did my shop in Tesco oh yeah you uh, about so this. if you are British and have a Tesco near you of yeah. a reasonable size you can have the Raid for £7 on DVD. You can have a two-pack of No Country for Old Men, which we haven't covered, and True Grit, which we have, for a fiver, mm-hmm. um, which, which is worth it for True Grit alone, and yeah. I'm sh- assuming No Country for Old Men is brilliant. Actually, is. No Country for Old Men is pretty good, yeah. You've seen it? Yeah, I have. I haven't. I need to watch it again before I decide whether okay. it should be a pitch on the show. Um, you can have 21 Jump Street for a fiver, and you can have the Iron Giant for just three pounds. Oh wow! And if you have a Blu-ray player mm. and seven pounds burning a hole in your pocket, you can have a copy of The Grey. Oh wow! I might, uh, have all... I already got that. I think I already picked that up. Yeah. Uh, and people, there have been reports of people spotting uh, Dread knocking about for six pounds on Blu-ray mm. in various supermarkets wow. and places. Uh, I've yet to find one. It's worth picking. Mostly up. because my Tesco was undergoing a refit, and there was like steam coming out the beetroot. <laughs> I'm no joking. I'm no joking. I'm not joking. There was steam coming out the beetroot stand. <laughs> right. Which kind of freaked me out. So we'll be back. I think I find it was water vapor. It looked like the beetroot was on fire. We'll be back uh, in either one, two, or three weeks. We don't know yet. Yeah, we'll figure that out. We'll let you know. It's yeah, because it's going to get complicated next week and the week after. Because I'm going. Well, I'm not going on holiday, but I'm having time off. Hey, having time off. Yeah. Um, but just because I'm not, I'm off work doesn't mean we can't get together. Well, you know, I don't like seeing you outside this building. <laughs> We better wrap up, haven't we? Yeah. All right, let's go. Uh, yeah, we'll see you in one, two, or three weeks. We'll let yeah. you know what's going on. Yeah, we'll keep we'll we'll, we'll put a bookmark in whether we where we're going to go mm-hmm. from here, and we'll keep people updated on the blog, Facebook, and Twitter. We'll be talking about Portal Two. Yes. And if the laws of physics no longer apply in the future, God help you. <laughs>